0: Welcome to Season 5 of Inside My Canoe Head. This is a Canadian podcast that's all about the integration of leading an incredible, awesome life, individual responsibility, individual emergency preparedness, and how do we navigate life's incredible, wild disruptions that we see among us. Sit back, grab a beverage... And enjoy the episodes. All right. Welcome back to the Ottawa studios of Inside My Canoe Head. If the voice is a little off, that's because I have one of those fall flu, COVID, RSV, vaccine initiated illness. I don't know. You can call it whatever the heck you want. Um, but yeah, so the voice is a little off and a little bit of coughing along the way, but we'll get through it today. Very important topic. Today, we're going to talk about a real, actual this week event of identity theft online and somebody losing their social media business. I'm going to walk you through it. We're going to talk about it, understand our exposure. So grab yourself a beverage. Let's get at it. All right, welcome back. And before we jump in, I just want to say thanks again for all the feedback that I'm getting on the uh, website And for the comments that you guys provide, good, bad, or indifferent, I enjoy them all. Please uh, keep them coming. Uh, And I appreciate your patience, the fact that they were a little less frequent with the episodes right now because we're in the final three-week stretch of completing my big major life project. And so then we're going to take some holiday festive times, and we're going to launch a new redesigned inside my canoe head in 2023. So with that today, uh, this week, a very good friend of mine, she was a guest on this um, podcast, season three, episode 15, Lingatar. She runs or used to run a homestead channel called Bucket Bucket List Homestead on YouTube. And she had started it up from five subscribers like everybody does. She just recently crossed the 1,000 subscriber list. She is now or was entering the monetization world. She was just creating her love and her contentment for living on her little three-acre homestead outside of uh, in southern Ontario. And she's a woman of the heart of gold. I mean, she's a multiple cancer survivor. I've known Lynn Guitar since 1993, in case you want to know how long she's been a part of my family's life. Um, You won't find a more honest, open, and loving human being on the face of this earth. She logs or tries to log in to her YouTube channel 48 hours ago to check on a bunch of things and start uploading her next video. And her access is denied. She doesn't have the ability to log in. She goes to YouTube. Her channel is gone. It is now renamed to something completely different. And it is, all of her videos are removed. And it is showing a live feed of an Elon Musk briefing from some time ago. Uh, that's it. It's gone. Her list, her 1,000, 000, 000 subscriber list is there. Uh, but everything that she put up, all of her comments, everything are gone. Just gone. Everything she's worked for. She started building this over a year and grinded it out and it's gone. Absolutely gone. Now you can think that can't happen. No worry. She didn't have two-factor authentication. You'd be wrong. She had two-factor authentic. Oh, I can never say that word today authentication. Uh, it was on her account. It was to text her phone. Whoever got into her account got into it and did not trigger the two-factor authentication uh, somehow. Uh, the site was taken along with her Gmail account that was associated. So, you know, at gmail.com was gone as long as her access to everything in there associated uh, and her YouTube channel gone. And, and she was dumbfounded because the two-factor authentication wasn't triggered. And so her backup, she didn't have access to her email that's linked to her YouTube account to tell YouTube it's me and somebody stole my account. So she was, for all intents and purposes, completely, utterly locked out of what is her life's project. Just just think for a second What that would feel like when you power your heart and your soul into creating something that you are passionate about and you're meeting a bunch of people. She was going to homesteading conferences. She was just opening up this joyful part of her life and it's gone. Like all of it taken from you. And the security system that Google and YouTube asked her to put in place, she did, and it didn't work, and now you have no way to contact YouTube. Just think about what that would look like. So luckily what happened is quite a number of us, she texted a bunch of us, uh, oh my God, what's happening, et cetera, et cetera. So we jumped all over it. Uh, Enough of us went in and flagged this channel in through the spam uh, if you've ever tried to do that top right-hand button, top right-hand part of YouTube on a channel, there are three dots. You click on that, report, and then there's an option for spam. And then it gives you the option to, it's like 300 300- Uh, text, like a big long tweet, but we, enough of us put in there to say, this is Ling Guitar, I can attest to her identity, this was Bucket List Homestead, it was taken from her. So enough of us did that, that the channel got flagged a whole bunch at one time by something like 300 of her subscribers. It's a tight-knit community, the Homestead group. And so the channel's down. The problem now is, is that she still doesn't have access to any of her Gmail to be able to contact YouTube and say, hi, it's me, what are we going to do about setting this up? So she does have the two-factor authentication with her phone. So all she can do at this point is reach out to Google using what information she has and hoping some human in the coming days will get back to her, right? So here, here she is. She, she's just sitting in limbo now, just her life and everything turned upside down. Everything that she was swung out of her legs out of bed in the morning to go after her dream is, is, is squashed right now absolutely squashed. So today what we want to talk about on the channel is I want to talk about what is your exposure. I want to talk about what is your single point of failure and do you have one of those in your online presence. And then I want to give you a report on my audit that I did yesterday through my online present as a result of what happened to Lynn Guitar and I'll tell you what I found out. The first part of any situation or any uh, event that you need to analyze is understand what's really going on. So in this case, that is what is your exposure to the online space? Remember, like your iCloud, if you have an iCloud or a cloud account, it's really just stored on a server somewhere in a server farm, right? Um, Do you have a backup to that? Understanding where your information lies, your key information. So we all have those file folders that contain our tax returns, our file folders that create the most important medical information that matters to us. So email exchanges, reports, returns, whatever it may be with your doctor, other medical specialists. We have a whole bunch of really important digitally remembered or digitally recorded personal information that is critical. And should it be lost would cause potential catastrophic damage to ourselves where do you have that information right so understand where it is look at your passwords how often do you change your passwords i know everybody goes yeah yeah yeah. they tell you to change it well guess what you actually do need to change your passwords you should have a number of different but it's it's What are your passwords right now? Now, I have a book on my desk. It has all of my passwords. If you can get into my house and get to my desk, you have a book and you have my identity. I won't give you good odds of being able to do that, but it's there because I don't remember them and I change them so often. Not enough, frankly, and I use too many of them in common, but I have a written, not an online keychain, I have a hand, handraulically written, um, copy of all of my passwords that I use online. Um, where's your credit card information stored? How many websites do you use where you've for convenience, they've asked you, would you like to store it? Whether it be a Shopify, a Stripe account, a square account, like where is your credit card currently stored on a company's server that may be hacked? Who knows? Um, do you what payment methods do you use online? Do you use multiple credit cards? Do you use a single separate identity? So, the whole idea of understanding your exposure is basically the first step is to create a list of absolutely every website on the planet where you have active login credentials right, that are actively being used or you have at some time created it? What is that password? So you create a list of my 112 websites that I have a login ID for from your Steam account, to your Apple account, to your Google account, to your TikTok account, to your Instagram. You can go through them all, every single one of them, to your Cabela's account, whatever it may be, your Canadian Tire account, create an account for rapid shipping, whatever whatever you've done in the past. Again, the idea right here is that what is understanding your exposure state is just to know exactly what you've put out to bear. You've opened your kimono to the world. Who knows what piece of information and where it's stored. You have to have a complete host list of your total exposure online now we're going to look at your single point of failure do you have one do you have a single password number one that's used repeatedly across all of your things across a number of important sites that if they got that password if they got that user id and password your identity would not only be compromised but it would be pretty damn hard for you to recover um Do you have one place where you store everything and it's protected by one single password? And is that password one of those crazy Apple-generated ones, those crazy online, you know, really difficult ones? Or is it one you've chosen? Is your password common across multiple sites? Do you have... And these are the powerful ones. We have Apple ID. We have Google ID. We have Microsoft sign-in. These are key, powerful sign-ins. Because everybody will say, hey, uh, authenticate yourself on this website by logging in via your Facebook profile or your Google. How many times have you seen that on a site? Oh, that's easy. I'll just use my Google. Because it's there, whatever. And then YouTube will pop up and say, hey, just press on this button and authenticate. It's you, right? You've just made a link between those sites. And as you continue to do that ease. It's a great way to do it. What you're doing is you're setting up all of these other sites with this one password. So you're creating a single point of failure. If somebody gets your Apple ID, email and password, what could go wrong? If somebody gets your Microsoft ID and password, What could go wrong? What have you used those to log in and create for yourself? These are single points of failure that you didn't really think existed that probably you use all the time for a point and a manage of convenience that helps you out and makes things go really quickly because you never remember all your freaking passwords. So if you just keep using your Facebook password to log in everywhere, it is so simple. Well, what if somebody gets your Facebook password? just use Facebook ID, all of a sudden you can understand their access. So that's what a single point of failure is, where you've taken an ID that is useful and then use that on multiple other sites to be able to get access. And now you've created where if somebody gets that, you're in big trouble. So my audit, what happened? so after this happened to Lynn guitar and my heart broke and I did what I could for her and flagging everything, I went in and have a look at and and conducted this, what is my exposure and what's my single point of, of exposure audit on my online presence to see what my vulnerabilities were. And, you know, as my old boss, Keith used to say, you just got to open your kimono, right? You just got to show the world everything and be honest with yourself. And when I laid it out, it was a pretty scary thing. And I, always considered myself pretty savvy, right? Um, I, I I had a number of passwords that are common. I had a number of social media accounts and banking accounts that had common passwords. Those are now changed. Independent, different passwords. Like I said, I have a book with them written down, so I'm not worried about it. Uh, old accounts closed. I went through a whole bunch of other ones that, you know where account logins were there and I disabled them or actually went through, there were four where I had stored my credit card and I went and removed it. Um, I have active monitoring on my banks and my credit card. So I have, I get a text the moment my debit card or my credit card is used anywhere. I go to Tim Hortons, I go to the drive-thru, I buy myself a coffee. I'm not even out of the drive-thru yet. And I get the notification on my phone. I have it instantaneously hooked up, right? Both of my credit cards and my banking have the lock card option. Right there on the uh, iPhone. I'm an Apple guy. I use an iPhone. Uh, So it's right there on the phone. Open up the app. Press the button. Lock the card, right? Something pops up. I didn't see it. Lock it. Done. Not a problem, right? So I went through and made sure those were good to go. I went back and checked my two-factor authentication authentication to make sure that they were all set up to text my phone. And they were. And this Lynn had done the same thing, right? Uh, I don't know what the problem with Lynn's account was. I don't know how the person was able to get in to her Google email, then into her YouTube and not trigger the two-factor authentication because that was going to her phone, not the email. So I'm not sure how they did that. I'm sure the wizards out there will know the answer to that. But what I made sure is that I have a YouTube channel. I know it's like 31 subscribers. I haven't done something in months. Um, But I have an Inside My Canoe Head YouTube channel, right? So it's logged in with my Inside My Canoe Head address. That's not the same password as my Inside Canoe Head email. Right. It's not my login for my preparedness labs website is not the same as the email password. So I made sure that my Google Gmail password is not the same as my Google account password. The two of them are different. If you get one, you don't get the other. So I separated that and made them distinct enough so they're not linked. My two-factor authentication is always sent to my phone. As my wife says all the time, my phone is never far. It's always up my arse. Uh, It's never out of my hand. So listen, if you get my phone and you get my thumbprint, you can have access to all of my money and all of my stuff. So what I've done is is make sure that everything is differentiated and it's a standalone. So the password for one thing is not the password for another. They are all different. So if one of my passwords gets compromised out there for, say, a Canadian Tire account, I don't have one, but or a Staples account, right? It's not a password that is common to any other single login identity I have. So if one goes down, it goes down, right? Um, the big thing was is uh, my... Uh, iCloud is now much better protected than it was before. Uh, But what I have like, for example, a great system that's out there is either uh, Apple Pay, Google Pay or PayPal. And what the benefits of those systems are is that when I use Apple Pay at a merchant online, the merchant doesn't get my credit card information. What the merchant gets is an Apple ID account number that that is randomly associated with my banking information that is held at Apple. So, If I buy something off of the Pottery Barn using Apple Pay and ship it to my house, the Pottery Barn does not know my credit card information. So if the Pottery Barn gets hacked, the Pottery Barn's information, somebody gets a randomly generated Apple account number that is associated with my account that's protected at Apple, and there's no information to be compromised. They get an email, but... I'm sorry, I've used the same Gmail account for 20 years. It, it's about as compromised as you can all over the internet. It, it's, there's nothing else I can do, right? Um, but I don't use that account to log into anything else. Um, so the point is, is that I strongly encourage people to use things like Apple Pay, PayPal, Google Pay that has that protective layer. So as you use it, the merchants don't know. Obviously, never purchase anything with your debit card. Uh, always purchase things with your credit card because it is the most protected form of payment. Uh, because if there is a argumentative charge and you spend two months debating it, it just sits on your credit card account. The money's not gone. It's a credit card, right? So until that problem is solved, nobody's gone into your bank account and hauled out $5,000. So uh, other than Tim Hortons, I, I don't buy anything without using a credit card. I buy everything on a credit card and then obviously pay it off at some point in time in the future. But um, the key is in all of this is, number one, uh, to hope and pray that Lingatara gets her account back and that Bucket List Homestead comes back rocking and roaring. But this should be a lesson for everybody out there who thinks that two-factor authentication is protecting you completely from your asset. Make sure that your passwords are not common. Make sure that you're in there all the time that you have notification. If somebody logs in from an unknown place to your account that you are set up to get a notification. And again, this person logged in from an unknown location hacked Lynn's account, and she never got a notification from Google. YouTube never told her that somebody had logged into her account and changed her password and all all that. All that was done without her getting notifications. I'm not a tech wizard. She did everything that she was supposed to in accordance with the known rules and still lost everything. So the point of this is, is that if you have any digital information, which of course we all do because this is the digital world we live in, Make sure it's duplicated somewhere. Make sure it's backed up. Make sure the important information is as protected as you possibly can. And understand that when you throw everything into cloud-based storage, as a lot of us do, your your cloud-based storage is just a server on some server farm anywhere that is open to to a hacker to get into the server farm. Now, you can trust Google. You can trust Apple, as I do. Uh, or you can store it on a hard drive attached to your computer and nothing on the cloud. I, I'm, each and every one of us have a different risk profile. We talk about this in preparedness all the time. Your personal risk profile, how much risk you're willing to assume in the world. But just understand your exposure. Take the time to have a look at your online presence. And then ask yourself the simple question as we do in preparedness all the time. What does the world look like when somebody gets my Apple ID? What does the world look like when somebody gets my Microsoft ID? What would they be able to do with it right now if they got it and I didn't know they had it? Ask yourself that question. Pour a nice cup of coffee. This doesn't cost any money. Walk yourself through that process. And as you do, you start to see there's a pretty big single points of failure. You start to see that you have commonality, a a bunch of things, and then you start taking effort. Yeah, you know what this takes? This takes effort. It takes constant not concentration. It takes effort and it takes uh, intent to make sure that your online presence is very well controlled, very much segregated from each other and that you are actively monitoring this on a very regular basis. Don't let ha- happen to you happen to Lynn Guitar. My heart breaks. She's just a wonderful human being. She'll come out of this because that's the type of person she is. I mean, you can say she doesn't deserve it. Welcome to the online world. Why would somebody take your and delete all your stuff off YouTube? I I don't know, and and I don't know why. And I don't I don't really care why somebody would do that. The fact that they can still do that now, um, without. All With all the security protections in place and none of them function the way they were supposed to raises my concern to go, oh, really, am I relying on Google, YouTube or Apple's two factor authentication to protect me? But what if somebody figures out a way around that and everything's gone? Right. So now I have backup emails. I've set up not only two-factor authentication, I've set up a separate email that is now backup to all my other email logins so I can still prove it's me. Say, hey, listen, this account is me by going through the company for my secondary email source. It's a lot of work. It really is. Uh, My best suggestion is after you've done this audit is to go in and delete all of your presence online that you're not actively using if you're not actively using certain apps etc log the hell out delete it get rid of it uh change your passwords today all of them every freaking one of them to something different for every freaking site you use and record it down on a piece of paper not in your keychain because guess what what if they hack your keychain online and get all those passwords Hmm? How does that work? Because guess what? I don't allow computers to save any of my passwords. I allow computers to save my login information so I don't have to type my email or whatever my user ID is, but the actual password I have to enter each and every time. It might seem like a pain in the butt, but that, um, hopefully that's adding an extra layer of protection. So please take the time uh, on this wonderful November snowy day to understand your exposure, take the necessary and protect yourself. Because if you think that two-factor authentication is protecting you and that's all you have to worry about, I'm here to tell you the answer to that is a big fat nope. Not at all. Make sure you're doing everything you can. Take care. Keep the messages coming. and We'll talk to you soon.